because gigs in England are really shitty paid. <laughs> really badly paid. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Wonder Cello podcast, of the Cello podcast. Uh, I'm here today with Leander Kippenberg, an old friend. Actually, we lived also together, right? Yes, we did. So, um, yes, please tell a bit about uh, you. What are you doing in the moment? And um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, ask Hi, <laughs> it's really cool. It's really nice you you asked me to come, and um, yeah, as you said, we we know each other for quite a while. It was really nice to uh, suddenly get um, that you got in touch with me and uh, asking me questions such a long time since we actually had some contact, and uh, yeah, since I don't know, it seems like this situation opens quite a few doors for everyone in one or the other way. And uh, yeah, what I have been doing, so I, what I'm doing at the moment, basically, I have um, since last year, I have finished my two years uh, academies, like an apprenticeship at the Deutsche Kammerphilharmonie, um, which was a great experience with a lot of uh, traveling like throughout the world, playing all nine Beethoven sin uh, symphonies back and forth, <laughs> like. Um, It was a really wonderful experience with Pavo Yervi. And, uh, well, that was one, one big part. And, um, but since then, basically since March last year, I've been freelancing, which was, um, I was very motivated to start this freelancing career, which yeah. somehow got interrupted <laughs> by some dubious <laughs> incidents <laughs> in this world. <laughs> so, yes, uh, just to be sure, changed. so we are in the middle of the corona pan pandemic. It's exactly. now the beginning of 2021. So we're yeah. still in it. Just for the case, some, some, someone will listen to it uh, 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Basically, we have almost, almost pretty much one year of this uh, situation now. Yeah. Pretty exactly one year. And, um, yeah. So for me, interestingly enough, uh, I have been really active locally, which I always thought I would never do because <laughs> I always thought, okay, I'm now here in Bremen, but can I do this apprenticeship? I want to go back to London and I want to, I don't know had some big dreams or whatever and uh, sort of neglected this opportunity. And because I was kind of forced to be local, um, I did start and I did call uh, people, colleagues. I did meet lots of friends individually, of course, because groups are not allowed. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, fun, it, nice opportunities have come up. I have... Um, uh, also been starting to tell other people that I do like writing um, music. You, you, you're using the time to compose music. Exactly. I, I, maybe you remember. I mean, I re always remember you, you wrote stuff, but right. I was kind of a little bit interested in it, but I wasn't really giving it much, much attention, sort of in my very little room for myself. But... Um, Yeah, I've actually uh, 
I started also practicing a bit of piano and doing kind of opening up myself because of all this time to uh, explore a few things that kind of have been lost because of this intense study, which we obviously all did yeah. <laughs> this uh, yeah. principal study. And um, so in this, in this uh, way, basically saying people, oh yeah, I, I do also write and just putting out the word word, I did get uh, asked to write a jingle you know ah. what a jingle is like for a for a little children's show ah, and nice. a trailer a background music for a trailer and uh it was really lots of fun because it's not so complicated and i don't know i just kind of awake um awaking my inner child okay awesome <laughs> and do this yeah and and then i i just also had contact with a school that the kammer philharmonie is working with and contacted their staff and said i'm basically having time basically just doing this kind of stuff and then <laughs> now now yeah now now i got uh opportunity to write uh arrangements for 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 their kind of string orchestra and and this kind of stuff so that's what i'm doing at this moment okay awesome yeah so anyway you're doing a lot of stuff uh even as and um the most of the time now the theme i want to talk about uh, yes. mostly is um, so you are German um, and you my German also I am German yeah. you are you're German, yeah, German you're German and but yeah. you moved to to London uh, I did yes because uh, to to start your bachelor there so tell yes. tell us about more 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 about that your your motivation to to go to go to England to go to England um, yeah, I had, uh, a few factors. Um, one was I, that I, uh, I had a, I, I was learning with Sanderling, with Michael Sanderling for, for a long time. I, I was with him almost six years. And, uh, as a young I, student, right? So you were as a, as a young going student, to yeah, school? Fi 15, I went to him and then I was, um, just, uh, I was 20 and I, I had a girlfriend at this time mm -hmm. and she had a, was in a very similar situation and um, we kind of felt very excited to do something to to actually I don't know it was just this feeling to go somewhere else to experience something else to have a mm. bit of a, a gap like a distance between uh, maybe our World here, and one really big um, reason was to learn English. I thought it, I'm, I was sure it was really useful <laughs> to right. learn English. It is, and uh, yeah, it was. It, I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm too, too, too jealous of you because uh, my English is not on that level like yours, and I still try to improve it. But so I, yeah. I missed that opportunity somehow uh, mm. to go abroad and. Um, Improve my English, mm. yeah. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm watching a lot of so Game of Thrones. Kind of that's helping too. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> it's no comparison to being forced to basically understand a really fast-talking British teacher for sure <laughs> with very complicated language to yeah. understand it in yeah. the beginning. Oh man! So this was a tough as well. But so this was one motivation, and then um, in some ways it was just the the. Um, For me, somehow, I was really excited because 
I really believed with all these changes, with a new language, a new country, I could kind of make a new start. And I had the feeling that I really wanted it. I really wanted to, I don't know, I felt like I was so like, I don't know, in this German world, I always felt not quite like, I don't know if I can say, I don't know, I felt a bit, you know, as you know, we both didn't finish school and it wasn't all going so well so and I felt I don't know not like failed but just a little bit um, I wanted a new start and this was for me the really good opportunity to to kind of make a new start and meet new people and yeah I really don't regret it obviously I mean the adventure started but my relationship ended very quickly but, okay. <laughs> but uh, still I stayed and I I learned and 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 in which conservator conservatorium you you went so i went to the guildhall school of music and drama yeah okay awesome so yeah and there's yeah exactly and there you did your bachelor and also your master yeah i was very lucky that um because i actually uh studied already two years in frankfurt right i studied my uh, the diploma But um, everything changed to the bachelor system at this time. So I uh, had this, um, my teacher from London, she saw me and she really believed I needed that time and gave me basically two more years. So they could oh. have made me start in the third year of the bachelor, but she said, oh, it would be really useful for me to um, <laughs> to start. And this, this was a big, a big gift because um, I think... I really needed this time and she was really thoroughly uh, working with, with me. So she basically gave me a scholarship, a full scholarship for the whole bachelor to study, um, um, to start, to start right from the beginning. And I did start right yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So there was. So yeah. there's already the difference, uh, to the German, uh, system. So how much n normally you have to pay? Uh, to go to uh, to to have to do a bachelor in in London. So I think I uh, it was just uh, the video stopped. I think you asked me how much I have to pay for my, how much the tuition fees are, how much I, we have to pay for studying. Right, right. Yeah. So um, this also changed throughout the years. So in the beginning, when I studied, it was three thousand three hundred pounds a year. So that is, um, uh, so the difference is as well, it is not, you don't have two, um, two semesters. You have three tri trimesters, like, uh, um, three terms. And, uh, so it's like, um, three months per term. And then it's kind of the other, the last three months. So three, six, nine. And then the last three months are basically holidays as well. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Something like this. And anyway, um, so I started and the tuition fee was three and a half thousand, three thousand three hundred something. And then I think after my bachelor was finished, the fees changed to a nine and a half thousand. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, uh, they did that, which, um, I'm sure was, yeah, so they did that. And, uh, at okay, the so end, the, but that's not not, yeah. not a lot of money. What, what you hear, like like in comparison to America, for example. No, it is because I mean, basically, it is the Europe. It were they were the European um, 
uh, tuition fees. So it was for Europe. Now it has changed. I think if uh, I'm not quite sure how the conditions are now, but it is international fees. The international fees are around 15,000, I think. Uh, so that is pretty, of the Brexit. pretty much like uh, like America. So international people used had to pay that that money. Or, but one thing to say is that um, the differences as well that. Uh, you do have um, basically two possibilities if you don't have the money because, you know, who has 9,000 if you're or like, if the parents are not rich or something. So one major thing is that uh, you can get a student loan, which is almost like BAföG, which, uh, but you, you have to pay basically all of it back. Um, but if you don't earn any money, I think sometime at some sometime you you don't have to pay it back anymore. So obviously you do want to earn some money at some mm. point. <laughs> so you have to you you have the same problem like in America that you end your studies and you have a huge debt, mm. um, which uh, can happen with Buffett as well, right? You, if you get Buffett, you also usually yeah, but you pay Buffett, some back depending what it is. Yeah, at least you don't have you only have to pay back the half. Yeah, you have to pay back up. So this is a bit of a difference. But um, in in uh, in the schools in Britain, uh, at least in London, is um, works a lot with scholarships. So there are many uh, private fund um, sponsors. And um, my school, I'm not hundred percent sure how other schools work, but in my school, it was funded. The school was funded a lot by sponsors, especially the students. So the students would often have an individual sponsor. So I also had a sponsor basically who would uh, um, pay for my tuition fees and sometimes even uh, my um, maintenance, maintenance uh, money for maintenance. So and. Um, I would have to write a letter twice a year or, or something like that in the beginning and the end of the year. So, and uh, I was even, I was meeting, uh, we would meet up. So that would be um, sponsor, sponsor parties and <laughs> we'd be drinking wine and talk to them and uh, we can invite them to concerts. So, so that was the big, that was the deal. Yeah. Uh, which I think, yeah, which is a good thing. Like because you you only played concerts, you didn't have to do special kind of service to offer. No. <laughs> No, the funny thing was actually a few, one, what my sponsor was saying. So like, no, it wasn't mine, but someone told me his sponsor was saying, um, yeah, just don't like, yeah, I'm happy to sponsor you. Just don't invite me to any concert. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone said, just don't want to have anything to do with it. They just want to do it. <laughs> so they just want to, um, yeah, they just do it. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I felt this this was really good for good students because who gets a scholarship is the talented ones, the ones that you know that that are worth investing. Right. It's um it's a bit like this, and then the people with money, which is like I I can I am also critical about this whole thing because this every school needs money. So my school needed money as well, obviously. And so what happens is especially with the money thing that um. So I hope I'm not gonna be like <laughs> now, like on the blacklist of <laughs> because I'm saying uh, that <laughs> nobody is watching no, this. Don't worry, the truth will come out. The truth about this. <laughs> no, anyway, basically, what also happens, I think, is um, they do need people that pay the full tuition fees. So that as long as people can pay, often they also get in. 
which means mm. the level gets lower just because the school needs money, which is, of course, it's good if people can um, uh, study in a, such an amazing institution. On the other hand, they do get their degree, but actually I can't really play. <laughs> so no, it's not true. <laughs> This is me, but they do get a high degree. But at, on the other hand, um, I don't know. There are lots of things. This is on the other hand, they, they do get a very um, qualif um, high quality degree. On the other hand, sometimes the standard of those um, people that uh, finish school can be under particular circumstances, not so, not as high. So there's a big gap between those that get sponsored and that are really amazing and that also get very um, lifted, like elevated with uh, opportunities. And the other side are a lot of people that basically just are there to pay the fees. And that is, that, that can be a, that can be a downside. Mm. Yeah, but do you see this the, the same stuff in in America, where you have mm. am amazing, uh, talented uh, musicians, and then really, yeah, like this gap from musicians where you're just realizing, okay, they just really have rich parents. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't know what to think about it because obviously, like they do get a high quality degree, which is a lot of which is worth a lot. I mean, I I just imagine the situation. Um, in, in some countries, these, if you have a degree from the Guildhall School of Music and Drama and you studied with a re renowned professor, this is worth a lot. Mm -hmm. And they do learn a lot as well. It's just on some level, I have experienced that this is about the opportunities that, uh, the ones that, um, that are not the showcase type of person, they do not get many opportunities, which I think is unfair sometimes. Mm yeah so and so what would you say is like from the environment and maybe also the um what the people think about music like what what would you say is the difference between german and, and england or it's not such a huge it, it, difference In the school or just in general like outside the school or what do in you mean? Maybe just both, like first in school and then then outside. Okay. Um, so yeah, obviously I was a bit older in uh, in London then, but I did study back to back one a little bit in Germany and then in England. So um, I think it's all it's always really important what your main professor. Is like like if right. that 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 it's, is the I think in music still the one of the bases. Yeah, it's the number your, one your, thing. Yeah, it's the number musician. one thing. It doesn't think, matter what school you are. You need the, the teacher have to be the best, the perfect fit for you, you. The perfect fit, as you say, exactly. I think it's, it 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 will be. I don't know. It's with this the, in music. I think it's still we we need this uh, close close relationship with 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 a teacher. Right. Yeah. So, so in these terms, um, I experienced very different teachers as well. So, um, I came from, uh, uh, <laughs> I came from, <laughs> can you cut that out, right? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let letters in. People should just know that not every, not every teacher is a perfect fit. <laughs> Das 
One one difference that I did feel uh, between the environments was somehow the internationality. So in in London, it was really international. So it basically, I mean, obviously we all spoke English, but most people spoke bad English because basically, I don't know, 60, 70% were from some countries, from Spain, Poland, Italy, uh, whatever, like Portugal, mostly European, obviously, but uh, then, of course, also Asian countries. And um, some from Canada, America, whatever. Like, it was so international. Hi, but that, I, I experienced the I same felt- thing, actually, in, in, in Leipzig. And when I did my bachelor, yeah. it, uh, at least 50%. I would also say okay, international so as well. Okay, no, but that's cool. maybe I think yeah. but maybe you maybe you are, you also experienced it way way more um, international because you were also uh, like a foreigner, and so you I know, were. I was a foreigner. Foreigner, foreigner, foreigner. So probably you connect connected mostly with other foreigner. Maybe I don't know. Um, Yeah, actually, 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 a mixture. Mixture, right? A mixture, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no. uh, but true. Actually, that is a big. That is a. That does feel different if you if you are a foreigner in a country. So yeah, that, t- is, a, that is a good experience. In, in that what, is a really good way. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Tell t- tell me. It's difficult to describe. Some somehow <clears throat> there is a your participating you are experiencing another culture so you are basically guest in another culture and uh you don't realize before how much you are part of a culture yourself so if you live in germany and you don't feel really like the bottom of a different culture even though obviously london is really intercultural like it's Huge, huge, hugely, uh, multicultural, no? Hmm. Multicultural. And, um, nevertheless, I did, of course, also like, it's still British, <laughs> a British city. Hmm. So I, I do, I did really feel the bottom of this different, um, mentality and, uh, this different, uh, culture as well. I love, I love the tea. I still drink tea with milk. <laughs> I always like um no but then of course also the whole whole mentality that there is a difference I do really feel a big difference we can talk about it later as well but um so basically to have that experience to be put in another culture and experience then suddenly suddenly like to do experience other people talking about you as the german guy which like in Germany, nobody says you are the German guy because the others are the English guy or the Spanish guy. So, and uh, in Germany, I don't know, you don't really feel how much you're part of the culture until you get put taken out of it. So th- this, I think, is really nice for me. Now, I, I do feel I'm so open-minded to people from other cultures that are, when I see them, I've, I don't feel any difference uh, in how... how Just because I know how it feels to be on, on a different ground. Yeah, of course, everything, we should all be open-minded and, and there should be no difference. But there is a culture in a, in a country. It is just like that. You can't be in Germany and not feel that there is somehow a bottom German 
uh, culture lined underneath, right? Sure. It sure. is somehow there. It is somehow there. I, I did feel it there. Maybe, maybe I'm. No, I, I, do, I, 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 I can so say that I never. Uh, yeah, you of, that's <clears throat> just logical, of course. How yeah, can you yeah. can you uh, yeah. do the experience and <clears throat> and what was it was it experienced you the 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 stereotype like uh, people saying ah oh, Leonard the German who is always in time who is uh, always uh, working his ass off or, or what <laughs> yeah well basically uh, you know. <laughs> One reason I wanted a new start because I was usually in Germany. I was usually the guy that was like always late, and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I would probably <laughs> more the British, more the British type of person in Germany and in Britain, in London. And I did actually, I was the um, kind of serious, no humor. Really, um, sometimes they did say, but they also often said I wasn't really German. Uh, so yeah. that was a compliment. Oh, that was a compliment, so was not a compliment. to be German. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. So so I did I did have that. They they did. I did I did get that. Yeah. Did yeah. So oh, so what what experience do you the yeah situations where uh, you maybe there were also situations where you felt like oh yeah. Uh, that's actually how we do it in Germany, but here it's totally, it's totally different. To be honest, I think uh, I was in such a mess when I came that I didn't really have a comparison. So I basically was very open-minded. I was very searching for for new experiences. So so I I didn't feel too um, too solid in any uh, direction. So I hmm. didn't experience it. So yeah. much in, in many ways, obviously it's the language. So I didn't get the jokes. I really didn't get the jokes. <laughs> so they were doing yeah, all but these the, jokes. The British humor is also kind of dry, right? It's, yeah, it, but it's very witty. So basically in, in England, they're, they're very, uh, it obviously is the dark humor and it's, it's ironic and, you know, big quality. So this is, this is something I think I found in my, in the interaction with the people, the British, the British, like the London, the Brit people from London, and also in uh, how how the, they have kind of the relationship with making music. I, fa I found there uh, something that was um, similar. So, which is they have a, a very good level of self. Um, uh, Not take. Well, what's the word? Uh, uh, self irony. 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 Yeah. And I like it. So they don't take themselves too serious. And this is something, this is something I think, uh, I enjoyed because there is, um, there's flexibility. So I always had this feeling of the people in England and also, for example, especially also my school in England, there was some very open, there was some open-mindedness and some flexibility. And that, um, you know, the way that your director, like the music director, okay, he always said the wrong name, but he still, he'd always said my name and uh, he's always said Lysander. 
Well, Lysander. And, you know, I met him on the toilet and <laughs> things like So this was, there's something. And you always say you, you always say the first name. So these kind of things, hmm. they are, there, there's something about this flexibility and uh, open-mindedness and uh, ne- the, the whole philosophy, the whole philosophy about the, this, uh, about London is the open-mindedness because they know very much if they are open-minded, they have resources because if they are open-minded, things will come and they, they are an island, right? If they are not open-minded, I think they have very limited resources. Now, what I'm experience a lot is that, uh, anyway, we are so surrounded by musicians and most, most of, most of them, they're really open-minded because they travel a lot. And, but when you meet people who, who live more in a village, you know, more not like in a city and, mm. I understand. Yeah. You can be surprised what they think, uh, what, what, yeah. What different kind of view they have uh, on, yeah, on the, I know what you the mean. world? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. of course, I have to also say that I, I would. London is a different place um, overall from I think most of England. So it's a like everyone says, London is an own country basically because uh, it is. Uh, I think if I would go somewhere on in the countryside or something, it can be also very, <laughs> you know. Very maybe uninspiring, mm. <laughs> but uh, I haven't experienced it so much. Anyway, basically, I can only say from from what I felt, and I did. I did feel um, the in the school particular. I felt uh, the the open mindedness about also um, ec- like including different. Uh, um like for example this mindfulness and there's in, in school like they all they, they're incorporating lots of ideas that are totally normal right they speak about uh like I, I, I was i was it was so new for me that how my teacher was speaking about um the way my teacher was speaking about music which was very it I'm sure not not everyone does, but it was not so conceptual. Like it was more intuitive, and somehow, obviously, my my teacher is she's one of a kind. <laughs> and, uh, What's but, her name? Uh, oh, I studied with uh, Louise Hopkins. Okay, yeah, with Louise Hopkins in London, and um, but I didn't feel it only with her. I felt uh, that this was a dynamic that was uh, going through all the all the teachers that. They they were they are thinking about, um, you know, I, I, it's difficult to say what it really is. But here in in Germany, it's maybe it's also I don't know. Maybe you can tell me. But we we they talk a lot about f- flow and energy and um, uh, energy especially. So this is like something that that was very uh, like very essential in a way like. Just that, like without something, um, uh, without uh, any, any, yeah, just just the sh- the basic 
feeling of the energy just just like that that this is also already connected to um mu like to the creation of music and mm. what i was used to and what basically i could not understand was this um for some reason something never like something i always thought i need to understand understand something about music <laughs> yeah. it was real this was really weird but i ha i had the feeling i need to under <clears throat> i don't know understand something and it wasn't enough to basically be just feeling it so <laughs> yeah I, i think it's i i i had this too so i, I think we are a little bit traumatized there from our teacher uh we had uh, because uh he yeah but, but yeah that's it, it, really depending um what kind of teacher you have but uh when you how you're describing it yeah i think in general probably you will find more teachers here in in germany who are thinking more in in theory about, about music or mm. Uh, are really focused on um okay uh, bach um you, you have to play this in this style and this in the other style because of da 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 like they have to be always in some kind of music histor historical argument mm. to play it mm. play it that way that way but mm, actually yeah. for example um so I did my master actually yesterday, my master degree, uh, by, um, um, Wolfgang Emanuel Schmidt. And, yeah. uh, he's so focused on colors. Like, um, he, he's really focused totally on music and never like, uh, okay, the composer wrote there a, a crescendo or decrescendo. Of course, he also, Uh, tell like okay you you should play what it's written but um most importantly you should not b uh, play boring most importantly you should mm. try uh to change the colors all the time when like some phrases is, is, re is a second time where you repeat a musical mm. phrase then do something differently just at least dy dynamically or just with the articulation and um yeah mm. but yeah yeah i'm more interested what you because you talked so much about energy that's actually i cannot remember that some teacher talked about it so specifically about energy so what they they want to say with that like the, the flow of music so basically uh I remember very much the the moment as well when when uh, I didn't uh, I didn't it was very weird that my teacher said that because I was I was in this thing I, I was playing Walton cello concerto and it was a scale upwards I was sort of trying to understand what that means because I kind of could not um, this was really a, a a switch for me it was a switch into a different world really but i mean i have to say one more thing which is uh besides all this maybe that's why also i'm so uh a bit um um influenced in uh in this in this thinking is because i was 
very early since I was in London, I started martial arts with a very amazing teacher. So that, that also was influencing me a lot. And, um, but this is another, another story in a way. Right. So, but the moment with, with my teacher was when <laughs> it was really funny because I was thinking, uh, there was something, somehow I was thinking about this, uh, phrase and I was feeling very frustrated because on some level, I just didn't understand. I was feeling, I did not understand the meaning. Yeah. The meaning. So, and then she said, this was so funny. She said like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> do the you meaning? Mean? <laughs> it was hilarious. She said, what do you mean the meaning? For me, for me, it's just a whoosh. And that was amazing because I thought like, oh yeah, it's true. It doesn't have to be in that form. It doesn't have to have a name. It doesn't have to have anything. Yeah, it yeah. can just be, uh, you can be aware that something is happening in the space. And that's, that is music as well. Mm. Music doesn't always have to be, you know, like, oh, I, this is, um, you know, it's so in a way it's music, can, like for me, this uh, music can be so, uh, so, so much change can happen in such a little. You cannot possibly put names on it. It's not possible. For me, it's not possible. So because, and I have the feeling because I tried so hard to, to somehow, I don't know, like understand it that I forgot to actually, uh, listen, to actually, uh, try to understand what it could, uh, how it, how, how, how it, what it could mean for, for me, like how I can. So this was basically the, the thing and then I thought oh yeah maybe that's enough to just basically have that and that is for for me that was her her idea of of it being um, just energy that you have the opportunity to wow, to to do a gesture or to to make something small so she's always talking about the space and all this kind of stuff and space and that sort of all, all this thinking and that, that was very much an eye-opener for me a lot yeah a big, yeah. big thing how much yeah. uh, in uh, people think in England about um, different kind of music? Because in Germany we say like there's pop, pop music, and there's classical music and jazz music, mm. and it's like in in categories um, thinking. And do the do the people there are thinking more like oh you know it's just music you don't have to label label it. Mm. I mean, I'm sure, but, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I think, I mean, my, my teacher, she would, <laughs> she would not play pop music. To be honest, to be honest, there is something still very traditional. Um, yeah. like basically, uh, even though this, I talked about all this being open minded, I mean, uh, poo, uh, <clears throat> it's it's not uh, just because it's open minded doesn't mean it's um easy going so it's not like you, know, you can play anything so in a way my teacher as well and like there's some there's some you know basically oh, this is difficult to to say because i i come with my teacher i come from a she also comes from a particular background so and um so 
So basically, there is some real seriousness to it as well, to classical music. So mm. it's not, uh, you know, you don't mix these things up actually. So there is some, some really seriousness because it's a big, um, history. There's a Hungarian school as well, at least from my teacher. So it's like, she's, she has been learning also like going to this protocol thing with Ferenc Radosh and, and all these really, really, really like the Kortak school, basically. So it's a very, classical serious musicians mm. so in a way um i don't think that is too well mixed up <laughs> maybe one other thing one thing in if you ask this question one thing that i was already thinking that i could i would probably say that as a difference is i felt i thought i think there is more so in the the pieces that are played from, from students. So actually that would be something I would like to know from you because the pieces, basically there's a curriculum. Or should we talk about this? The curriculum of the, of the school. So basically. Yeah. The, what, the, the, what the, the, uh, does this mean? Correct. Curriculum. Okay. Curriculum means, uh, basically there's a, in your study. So bachelor and math, there's a plan of what you are going through. So which pieces and this yeah. kind of, so there's a, Uh, which specific not, pieces you have to there is a list of pieces yeah that you have uh, to play yeah that's that's a and, huge uh, difference to the german huge difference yeah, I think so too, in, yeah. in germany you can play whatever you like there are only like yeah. technical uh, exams where you have to play scales uh, and that's actually all, all that's all actually yeah but how how many technical exams like how, in which like Every, every, every year, year maybe one so you have like maybe three or four or maybe even i don't remember or every even i think only two it's the scales and then um more importantly um for auditions you have to play um uh how to describe you know the the when you do an audition for an orchestra then they They like want, an audition program, like a fake audition. Or yeah, yeah. You have to to yeah. play orchestra music, um, audi audition, auditions, audition pieces. Ah, like orchestra excerpts. Excerpts. That's the word. Yeah, excerpts. You have to play. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. And then in the bachelor um, exam, then they say, okay, yeah, you have to play something from Bach, the solo, some solo suite. And then some romantic piece. So, uh, but I played in my bachelor exam actually two um, pieces of my own, my, my own compositions. Mm. So, okay, yeah, cool. Um, no, what I actually wanted to just wanted to say to this, uh, what I I don't know if this is a difference, but in at least in my class. So I do have to say, you know, I have. Like, I sometimes don't exactly know how much I can compare it to other, to the whole of Guildhall, or like not even to speak of the whole of England, because I did live in, uh, you know, in my in the bubble, yeah, bubble, bubble, yeah, of course, with, with like everybody, teacher. of course, But, like everybody, and the thing you do with your teacher. But yeah. there was one thing that is for everybody in the school, um, which is the, uh, from the the whole four-year bachelor you do have 
two times a year, you have an exam and you have to go through a whole scale system. So you do all the keys, all the scales. Wow. Uh, and in exact, um, so you start with, you know, uh, your first exam is probably going to be, uh, it's going to be four scale, four keys and, uh, um, double stops and double stops is always two to a bow and you have uh, oh eight to a bow scales. So that's the beginning. And then the second is so you have to have um, uh, two octaves to a bow, like 16 notes and four other scales. And uh, then the next, so you can also, you can choose, you can choose. It was fun. You can choose uh, <laughs> which, which, which scales you start. So if you start with, you know, F sharp minor, then uh, at the end, you don't have to do it again. But in the beginning, you are worse at scale. So you can choose which one. <laughs> so, and this was, this was, I think for me, um, amazing. And it was also an amazing thing that every teacher has to do it with their students, you know, because if the student goes to the class, uh, to the exam and the other teachers see that he just can't play any scale, it's not very good for the teacher. So in a way, this kind of, um, this kind of, uh, um, control in a way that is set up from the whole institution that I thought was really well thought. I think this was a really good thing. It helped me a lot because I really needed it as well. Mm. And uh, so I went through the whole scale system with uh, uh, six and octaves and scales. Um, and then there would be also cho choices in the different exams of different pieces. So we had um, some I, I don't remember exactly one. I think you can read it in the internet if you like. <laughs> so uh, some some exams were, I think usually in the half year, it was a technical exam Then you would have to play maybe a Boccherini Sonata. Uh, once we had to play a whole Bach suite. Um, and uh, sometimes you'd be having to play a Sonata mm -hmm. and sort of like this kind of, this kind of stuff. And at the end of the bachelor, you could choose in the half year. I remember, uh, you could choose which way if you go, uh, if you want to have a same as you said, a fake audition program, um, with orchestra excerpts. So basically exactly this. If you think of, um, applying for, I don't know, orchestra jobs or apprenticeships or something like this, academies, or you could have a solo program. So which would be, uh, which was the, um, which was the Boccherini and uh, Bach suite. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you had this as a choice. But I, what I also think was good is that I play many uh, little pieces. So maybe my teacher was particular in that, that she thought you learn a lot about with, um, little pieces that are not too difficult and that you can kind of, uh, play through and, um. What do you mean by little pieces? Uh, like, uh, après un rêve or, Uh, uh, oh. virtuosic virtuoso pieces. Um, okay. This yeah. Kind of stuff, yeah. Mm -hmm. So quite a few, quite a few of those. So I think they're really in useful. In school, you you really uh, have a clear plan, like what to do. We do. We do have a clear plan, and we have a clear marking system. And this marking system is uh, with percent, like there's hundred percent, and then you have a. Uh, you can reach, I don't know, distinction, extinction, yeah. <laughs> distinction. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that so, will surprise the whole world. In Germany, we don't. We have uh, not a clear system, not a clear plan, actually. You are, yeah. yeah. So it's great. You, but, you okay. can. Yeah, sir. Hmm? Yeah. I so, do have to say, 
I'm not 100% sure if that is Guildhall or London. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was because my, my ex-girlfriend was at the other school. She was at the Royal College. I think they have it too. I'm not 100% sure. So I, I'm okay. not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, so in, in, in Germany, we you can choose when you want to do whatever. And then you have... Um, classes you can choose from to to earn to earn credit points like you can mm -hmm. for example i'm interesting into film composing so i was i was doing classes in film composing or then conducting actually or jazz piano okay um yeah in, in improvisations uh yeah. string improvisation and but on the on the other hand i had to i have to say that um Sometimes there was a lack of of a plan, like um, because that uh, it's kind of helpful, especially when you're young, to have like kind of um, structure. Yeah, where you, yeah, a, a I good do, structure. I, yeah, I, com I completely agree. I have to say uh, two things. One is um, we also have this elective subject, so basically this plan and this structure, what I really think, and this is my, my school is, was especially focused on this, is the principal study. So it is the plan that have, you have for your instrument. So it's very instrument based. What I think lacks on structure as well, which is exactly this other, this other subject. So is, um, I don't know, like, um, integrate, like integrated in all this principal study is, I think, a kind of good quality, um, Uh, subjects with harmony and maybe, uh, repertoire session, like maybe listening to music. I don't know. This, like this kind of stuff. So I could choose as well a few things and some things were a bit random. So you choose this for a year and then you get a little bit of, uh, philosophy and then it's gone. Um, okay. then you choose the next one. You do a bit of, <clears throat> but this is, we also had, I had also conducting. I did two years and I had Baroque cello even. And uh, I had, so this is similar, I think. Mm. And then in, w when you did your master, uh, there's also, it's like similar or it's, uh, you have also like a strict plan, uh, uh, scales, uh, uh, exam, an exam no, for scales. Yeah, the, the master is really different from the bachelor. Mm -hmm. So this, um, the... In our school, the, the the bachelor was really with with very very structured, also with the principal. The the masters is you have a lot of choice. Sometimes you need to just prepare a recital of whatever pieces you want to do, and you have to do a lot of work by yourself. So basically, you are, which I think this was a really cool, also a cool thing. So I'm really praising my school now, <laughs> but so I think this was a cool thing. Basically, we had um, like we have a um, we had. Uh, to write self-reflect self-reflective accounts so we had to start the our master's degree by writing down the about like uh, i don't know how many words two and a half thousand words or something about ourselves about what we think we have improved what we think are our weaknesses weaknesses what we think are our strengths how we think we are going to um, improve them and uh, what we want to do to improve it so this kind of stuff and then we'd be talking about uh, we would um, 
also have a session with our deputy head of streams and stuff and um, uh, talk about this. And we had to... Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of work we had to do ourselves. We had also a subject was called teaching skills. So we had to have a, uh, put together a whole portfolio of different things we uh, had to do. We had to be teaching. We had to listen to other people teach. And uh, I think maybe even some some research yeah and some research so so there was very different there was felt very different so we had to basically that i think the message about this was to be much more self-sufficient like to work by yourself and also to be uh kind of so the aim was And that, that I think is a big difference. The aim in, uh, maybe it's not a big difference. Maybe it's the same, John. But that I felt was something I, I they put a big uh, emphasis on in my, in, in my school was that during the masters, you kind of get into the mindset of being able to network and basically having the, you had to organize a concert. So that was one part and you had to write about it. So you had to do, do all this thing and film it. That was, you had to do this. It's it amazing. So just to get the, you know, butt kick to do it. And then you had to write this portfolio about teaching skills, going to a different school, talking to the teacher. You, I exactly had to have a teaching job, basically. You had to have a, you had to work with a student for a while mm. and then write about every session, every lesson. So, and then, um, we had to see, to visit many seminars about different subjects. So, There were like, I don't know, maybe 10 seminars and we had to see at least six. I think I saw about three. <laughs> But, um, and we had to, to, uh, go to these seminars actually. And, um, they were all about different things. Like, for example, one was about, um, internet presence that, uh, should you have a website or not? What do you do? And, uh, kind of, um, this kind of seminars. I don't know how was that in 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 your in your school. <clears throat> no, we we didn't had such things. What you're describing, uh, not as, uh, so specific. Um, you have all always, of course, the possibilities to do it, but you're not forced. It, you're not forced to do it. Uh, we had. Hmm. Uh, you talked about your master now, right? Yeah, oh. there was the masters. Yeah, yeah, only the master. Yeah. So. <laughs> My master I did here in Germany. So that's, um, again, it's a really um, different situation because I studied in, in Weimar and uh, they have like a special <laughs> special program. So I cannot talk about general in, um, uh, in Germany mm. um, because I know that when you do your master, you still have other subjects to do to do you have to teach also and um yeah different stuff you have to do not so much like when you do your bachelor but you have to do some stuff in weimar there's a really special uh, special uh, kind of master um personally i liked i liked it a lot because i didn't have to do anything um i i could really just focus on on Uh, get my my cello lessons and um, practicing cello and I didn't have any other subjects I only had 
um, um, to play chamber music. So I had to do four testats. Can you say this? Um, ex um, like, like an exam. Exams. Yeah, I had to do four exams with uh, an ensemble. Uh, and um, and this ensemble, I could also, uh, we as an ensemble could choose to which teacher we, we want want to go. And uh, yeah, so I had every semester I had one chamber music project. And that that's what was everything. Nothing, nothing more. I only have I have to to, to write a master uh, master. How do you say this? Exam, not exam. Like a doctor, uh, you know, master, not the doctor. Don't, but like, uh, a, like a work, like yeah, a, like a thirty thirty page. Uh, yeah. So, but here's the thing: paper, a paper, paper. Yeah, you have like to write a paper, a paper, master yeah, paper, kind of a paper. Yeah, yeah not so really a paper. Yeah, it's not so it's not a science. Scientist. Yeah, it's not a science work. But uh, so, and you can, but you can even choose between writing thirty pages or writing only ten pages. But then, to, to addition to that, uh, when you do your master exam with your cello, playing the master concert uh, recital, then you have to do a moderation and a small mm. kind of yeah talking about the pieces yeah. and so on fun we had the same we had the same oh really yeah we also had this and i was also doing it it was called we had to either write we could either write a, a paper like a um a work like yeah. a written work a long one or a shorter one and then had to do a lecture recital with okay. talking and presenting so it's very similar then actually this this thing yeah yeah interesting yeah but the master so um so for me it was actually lucky that it was this way because i already got my um uh, work my my uh, um, my position here in Stuttgart Philharmonic Orchestra uh, mm. since one year I'm here so and Weimar in Stuttgart it's like like a five hour or six hour um, way to go um, by train and so I could not be there all the time of course so um, oh, you could have been doing lots of writing work in the train though <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. A anyway, then Corona happened, and uh, that was a different, different story. Uh, any uh, online classes, not for me, but uh, yeah, I had I had some online classes, some online teaching with my um, with my teacher, and it was really funny because actually the most of the time we just we, we talked about the. the color painting here of my wallpaper <laughs> uh, because he was such impressed and asked me hey actually you could come to my place and uh, paint paint the walls because it looks oh, really nice <laughs> yes he was like oh right. <laughs> now the, the issue is yeah it's ridiculous now with the pandemic um to do professional like online classes because uh, through Skype the, the microphone is compromised so the, the sound quality is you, you lose so much sound quality uh, that yeah. Uh, yeah I think so too is is shit I think the only thing you can actually learn I think that this would be this would be the only thing that I think is possible to learn with online uh, teaching is to have um, uh, um, 
presence, internet presence, like to basically yeah. like to learn how to perform in front of a computer, basically. <laughs> but you know, not even the teachers know how to do that because I think often, like especially the the uh, older our teacher generation, also haven't really done it. So, but that that could be um, that could be interesting. I'm I'm interested how how often uh, teacher teachers talked at at your school. Uh, how often they talked about presence um on stage or actually just yeah how you perform how it how it looks and not uh, what you play just the look of your performance uh, the look oh well basically i also this was an intense subject with my teacher yeah. so basically um she did uh i think um well I think the funny thing is you said pre presence, like stage presence. And it's like, what is this presence? Is that the way you look? Or is that, I don't know, is that uh, basically the energy that you bring onto the stage? So, which of course, it always has something to do with how you also look and move. But the beginning, maybe like the begin, and it doesn't matter where it starts. Maybe you can stand very upright, but actually feel very crumpled inside. Or... <laughs> You uh, <laughs> you stand very crumpled, but you feel enormously powerful, right? <laughs> right. So I don't exactly. So one is one is, <laughs> can be both, but um, of in my in my class, in my uh, with my teacher, we had performance class every week, every Tuesday at six o'clock. So um, and she wasn't the only teacher that did this. So there were um. Two other teacher, cello teachers as well that did this. So she would put, get all her students into a class and we'd be performing the pieces that we uh, are learning. Um, not sometimes not everyone's playing because we are quite a lot of people in the class at some point. Yeah. And then, um, and then everybody can but, t t talk about it. Yeah. No, oh, no. nobody can talk about. It. No, ah. it's just her. I just her. Okay. That's actually a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there was, there was, that was just, uh, just her. And sometimes she wouldn't even, like, she would also, she was experimenting. So sometimes she wouldn't say anything and she would just, like, uh, not comment and just leave it like it is, like, actually, like, on, on purpose for, for everyone in the class. So particularly in, uh, when it gets to exam time. So, how, anyway, how, um, yeah. yeah. How often was she teaching? Like, how often the teachers, um, give a lesson like once a week or twice a week or every once a once a week once once a week usually once a week yeah. once a week yeah because in germany i experienced a lot of teachers professors who teaching every two weeks because yeah. the system allows them to do it and i can understand it's it because actually, it's just no? Of course, much uh, more how to say easygoing for as a teacher if you're just teaching every two weeks and then you teach yeah. a little bit longer, but then after two days you like finished, or you you come every week, um, and um, but I, I, I'm I'm not so convinced of that because especially for for people who are younger I think they they totally, need yeah. more of uh, better better to have once a week 
lesson than twice totally. a week. Even it, yeah, to, my teacher to, even to what be. she did, and I think not not many do this. She was splitting my lessons, and I had two lessons a week, sometimes even three, wow. just because um, basically she was doing you know a complete technical rebuild, and she was just believing that she needs to check up on me every single wow, day. That's, that's <laughs> no, and amazing. I had two two to three lessons uh, a week, then often two. So she, I would have in the bachelor, you have one hour lessons and in the masters, you have one and a half hours lessons. Oh. So that's also, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah. uh, yeah. huh? I, I, I only experienced that in the master at least, or actually in the best bachelor, you can be lucky or not, you can be lucky, but no, It's kind uh, of uh, it's kind of usual uh, to have every two weeks one and a half hours of okay. cello lessons. But then, for example, do how do you know? Like, do you know how many lessons you get in a year? Yeah, there's a plan, and um, so actually, the plan is actually that you have every week one hour. Uh, but yeah, I'm not so sure about it. Um, But there, so so there is a plan out. somehow, yeah. But okay, nobody, so, so yeah. every teacher is how it's doing. It's like his, how 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 it's like. Yeah, how they like it. But how, how like it. in a way, this is it's it's important, no? Because I I also remember stories from my school that uh, students were just saying, "Well, my teacher kind of doesn't give me the lessons I actually have the right to receive," and then uh, they would be going to the they would be going to the head of strings or the director or something and say, I didn't have enough lessons and but I'm paying for it. You know, tuition fees are expensive. And then um, they would, I remember like one with a video list that I was living with that he would go and say, I did not get all my uh, things. And you can either get, I think you can even get money back. <laughs> Or, um, What? Really? Yeah, something like that. You can get, yeah, something like that. <laughs> We found... <laughs> you get a refund because you didn't get the lessons there. You pay, you pay for exactly the, the lessons that you should get. And, uh, yeah, but again, I didn't quite ca catch it. So if you don't have a scholarship, then you have to pay for a year round about what kind of money? At the moment, if, yeah. you, are, like, if you are in Britain, if you're a British citizen, you have to pay nine and, about nine and a half thousand pounds. Nine and a half year. thousand. Okay, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot of money. So, and before, like, um, until maybe 2014 or I don't know, 15 or something like that. And so basically for my whole bachelor, it was only three and a half thousand. Okay. And then they changed it. Okay. Yeah, so, in America, now, you, you, yeah. yeah, in America, it's 30,000. 30. 30. Yeah. Because I, I went to Boston there and I, yeah. I thought about going there doing my master. Yeah. And it's crazy. You, you, you also see people who are in, in depth. Uh, no. Hundreds of thousands of thousands. Hundreds of dollars after they finished yeah. their bachelor. <laughs> and normally you, you would use this I kind know. of money maybe to buy a house or something. But no. 
that's it's know, a is, crazy system it's really i don't crazy. know i don't know what it is for maybe it's just for them to it's probably exactly it's probably well done so if you finish your studies you are bound to stick in to be like sucked to be stuck in the system because right. you have to yeah. pay back it's like the same thing as like oh well yeah you get a mortgage and then yeah mortgage is a great thing but actually you just have to pay back all this money that <laughs> it, with interest so with every mortgage the state gets fatter that's <laughs> yeah. crazy so it's it's a little bit like yeah this. there's so that, yeah, tri trillions of dollars in america of student steps trillions wow, incredible it's trillions of dollars. Trillions. how is how's it gonna work yeah <laughs> okay so, i think in germany the BAföG is how much is uh so we have to explain what is 14, BAföG. 000, what, is, what is BAföG in, in german oh what is BAföG? so basically okay. BAföG is a is like student loan and i think if, if you're a, a pupil or something you can also get it and you get it completely free but right but yeah. if you're a pupil but if you're a student you have to pay back some of it if you earn enough money or something Yeah, so it's also it's it's from the government, and yeah, um, if you get a job and you earn enough money, then you can pay off that um, that loan, but you only have to pay the half of it, and well, also and a I think and a maximum of I think fourteen fourteen thousand. Uh, yeah, there's uh, even so, a maximum. So yeah, so, yeah, there's even a maximum yeah, because. Right. There's a maximum, and then um, it's interest-free. That yeah, think, right. That's really interest important. Free, yeah, so. interest-free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in comparison, what I in, in Germany, it's uh, it's really great to, if you don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best sentence. <laughs> in Germany, really no, actually, I just remember, <laughs> you know, when you're talking about a, when you're talking about scholarship in Germany, then the scholarship is never meant because everything's so cheap. Like the, to to you know to study in Germany, you have to pay like three uh, hundred or six hundred per year. Yeah, six hundred euro, so seven hundred dollars maximum, and. Uh, so uh when you will get a scholarship it will be all you always will use that money for yeah for living for for food for for you know you iphone no for of course for for food and <laughs> yeah, uh, holiday. for for living yeah for the flat and yeah that's another question i i wanted to ask you so mm -hmm. london is quite expensive right so but your s scholarship you had Uh, you got also some money f for that f for for living yes yeah so basically uh yeah i was really lucky i was really 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 lucky because i got for my whole bachelor i got a scholarship for my tuition fees and for my mates for my living so i was completely covered and could completely focus on my studies so that was that was really a big gift from from my, so my teacher really so And then in the masters, my teacher was kind of, uh, in a way she, she first promised me. So yeah, you, you don't have to worry. And then suddenly it was like, yeah, can you not get some money from Germany? And it's like, yeah. So it was okay. Um, basically for my masters, I got uh, another BAföG, 
so I got um, Auslands Barfex. So, okay. so I got two exactly two years again for maintenance, and um, I got a scholarship because the scholarship was uh, yeah, the, the tuition fee was high and it was over nine nine thousand at this time. So I got a scholarship. I think maybe that was why I got less scholarship. Uh, that why um, I didn't get a full tuition fee because the maintenance uh, the. Um, tuition fees got higher suddenly in my master's, so like 9,000. And then I got only half of the, um, uh, tuition fees from the school. And the rest basically, I, no, it was really good. Basically, the rest, like, I got a lot from BAföG, but I also made a lot of, um, auditions. So this is one thing which is probably very different here in Germany is that there are lots of little, um, foundations that basically every year loads and loads and loads of students, they all apply and they all audition for this trust, for this trust. So basically lots of little foundations for Monsters Trust, charity of blah, 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 Queen Elizabeth, whatever. Um, anyway, so, and I did this as well. And then you hope that you get a bit of money there and then you get, okay, you get 500 euros here, you get 1,200, well, pounds, pounds there. And then, uh, so I... I kind of had at least my tuition fees from my school scholarship and from a few other foundations. Some I also didn't get. I, uh, m many I didn't get. <laughs> and uh, the rest I, I get, I got from uh, Buffett basically. So yeah. that was, it was, um, sorted, but is it was, um, really, it is really expensive. So I didn't have much luxury or anything, but. Yeah. It was enough. Yeah. So you d <laughs> you didn't have to to work as a waiter. I didn't have to do any work. Yeah. Which was quite amazing because mm -hmm. I also know people that, and I know a few people that were working as a, a waiter. And, oh really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm also surprised. So in Germany, you will never see a mu music student who have not enough money. He will never work as a waiter he will do uh, gigs he will play in some orchestras uh, some projects because in germany it's really easy to find something i was really surprised in america when i was in boston mm -hmm. to see a lot of music students in burger king mcdonald's that working there because really? i never like in germany yeah it's privileged because you have such I Wait. think you're right. Yeah. Because gigs in England are really shitty paid. <laughs> really badly paid. In Germany, gigs are much more, much better paid. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fact. Like if you play uh, some church gig like in, in England, it's, it's, it's worse, worse paid if you also compare it to how much it costs to live there. So in Germany, that, that, that is more, let's say, Uh, valued in, in in money. That's what what the musicians do, and they yeah. get it's, it's it's better paid. I'm I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, obviously, also probably depending where you live, it depends a bit on the competition as well. Like, I mean, if you live in the middle of London, you know, in in the last shitty church, there are like 70 pianists trying to get a gig where they get like 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I played for free in churches because you also need experience and yeah, then you have a yeah. time recital. <laughs> yeah. And 
<laughs> so you you also do all this kind of stuff. So in a way, then Burger King is not bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah so um in the moment you 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 live in bremen it's a city in in north germany uh but you you're planning maybe to 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 go back to to london right or yeah that was basically it was a big it is still um it was a big dream i mean it was my plan and i There's the principal, uh, there's a London Symphonic Orchestra. Uh, there's a place open or what? Uh, uh, yeah, there's so, an audition in March, I, th I believe, in the in, in the end of the March. I I got... For what? Principal cello, no? For cello, yes. Like cello section? Cello, no, cello, so, uh, principal, solo. Oh, yeah. It's a big job, man. No, don't be, like, don't be shy. The biggest job in England. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> I know. I mean, actually, I I think I learned now. Probably even just to present myself is already worth it. Not yeah, necessarily to win it. Good practice. Yeah, there are yeah, so just, many things I, I I wanted to to talk uh, about with you, also about auditions and. But I, I think we will do it in in another another um, session, and um, so maybe for all the young cellists out there so you totally would recommend them for them to to go to london um to experience um yeah what you experienced like uh yeah i think i don't know just intuitively a bit that what came to my mind is that uh um What does happen if you have spent a long time in somewhere else? Um, I, I think on some ways it, it really depends on the person, but, uh, some, for some, I think it's really a good thing to, to, to stay and like to, to stay in, in the place and, uh, you know, to build their connections and stay in there because it's quite a big thing to move away six years and you do lose somehow the the network uh, the net the network so mm. but on the other hand you i i for, for me um i also have a friend for example he just went for an erasmus or something which is also amazing i think for him it was uh, just he, explain he really what, what is it. erasmus exactly and erasmus is a program that uh is in europe so basically that's like an exchange so uh in any european school Uh, music school or something yeah music school right no it's actually any school right? But yeah in, any in, in any a, university any yeah. school you can um go for i think um six months or something or even for a year or even or two even years, years. I so think you can possible. Yeah. yeah so like um yeah like nine months or sorry, like for a period of time you can go to another school and you pay basically the tuition fees that you pay in your old school Uh, you, 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 and you, you, you can go to this other, or yeah, I think they pay yeah. for this program. Right. So the Erasmus pays for this program. And, um, but of course I, uh, for, for me, there, there are many, many, many things. So I think I really recommend, um, experience, uh, this another 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 big like obviously another city you can also go to another german city but 
to learn another language, um, to meet another culture and uh, to be, obviously it does depend uh, on the teacher a lot and the, 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 the school. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's I, one, yeah. Yeah, just no, just the, the just this this thing of the systems are a bit different. The system, basically England, like especially like in England, basically every musician is a freelance musician. You can have you can have an orchestra job, but most orchestra job people do also work somewhere else. So because yeah. it's kind of not enough. <laughs> yeah, so, that's what I heard. Then, it's crazy in in Germany. If you were an AA orchestra, like uh, you have, you're fine. You have yeah, a house. Yeah. There a, are even people who you go f doing 50% and, and they're still, still fine. They're still fine. Yeah, <laughs> in, in England, the people work basically double. So, and yeah. but you also get a trained in there. So you have to be really active. And, uh, um, in a way, for example, for me, it's maybe personal, but coming back to England, I feel, uh, in a way, I didn't lose much of a network because I find it quite easy now having experienced all this um, environment like London, which is all, so much about networking and putting yourself out. I find it easy to get get into a new network and I don't need a huge network, but so I, I think this this has helped me to, to be in that environment. So it's, it's not too difficult for me to... Uh, create a new environment that i feel i have possibilities here but this wasn't really answering the question so it was you were actually really ask, asking do i recommend no um, yeah doing this I kind think, of studies no but you answered it in the way you would in general yeah. i think you would recommend uh at least do a erasmus do an ex exchange program whatever country you live in it's worth to going to another country just to experience this exchange or to experience how it is to oh who are you actually you you will only experience mm. this when you get out of your country yeah. and you i think it's i think yeah this is exactly i think it's really worth it to have exactly this experience to um to get a bit away of the of the world you didn't might not have even seen that you're in so you just experience a different perspective and then it doesn't really matter how long you are if it's just erasmus it might be really amazing it's so like especially london is so international and uh, i mean you say yours as well but somehow like london in general like it's not just a school but london is just yeah, yeah. it's a great it's great a, city uh, yes Yeah, like such a vibrant and everything is in there. It's like overwhelming. I remember basically being there and just standing on the road with complete overload of information and not knowing who I <laughs> am, then, what I'm doing uh, and which uh, way left, I should go. Right, left, all right, left, fuck, I have to go. <laughs> no, I'd be just basically paralyzed by this yeah. uh, overwhelming thing somehow. It was, right. Yeah. But it's also a cool thing. Anyway, basically, um, but... Yeah, probably the, the most important thing is... Uh, Uh, choosing the right teacher it doesn't matter in which country which uh school yeah. you should really i think as a musician uh the most important thing for us is to choose the the 
the yeah. right right teacher. But how how do you get in? Like how how to do that is the question. Also, how do yeah, you get yeah, in do a lot of uh, go a, a lot of master classes. You know, that's it's master classes is a good thing. Maybe even just yeah, writing to them. Basically, I think it's yeah, writing to them, asking, "Can I come?" Maybe yeah. you can go to the school, have have a have a few lessons, with, like have a lesson with this, with this, with this, and then and then see. Right. It's, if it's, it's expensive, but um, yeah, no, but master classes yeah. are always a good. Master classes are always really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Leander. Thank you very, very much for your time. And I think we put something like some useful or you put some very useful information out there for Maybe. all the people who are interested in. And so, yeah, have a great uh, evening and uh, thank you for joining me here in this podcast. Yeah, thanks. It's, uh, I was very happy to hear. <laughs> Hope I could say a few useful things. It's all my personal experience. So, yeah, yeah. But you shared it with us, so thank you very much and bye, Dennis. Yeah, thank you. See you then. This was the Wondertale podcast. This audio podcast is also available as a video podcast on YouTube. If you like to see us in person, there you will also find a lot of other great video content. Make sure to tune into weekly episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>